welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. Today, I'm very happy to share part two of our podcast about pregnant women during um, COVID-19 in Sweden. And we are going to talk about some research that we've done. Dr. Um, Eva Andersson, who is a researcher at Karolinska Institute, she's assistant professor there. And um, she's teaching midwives, and she's a midwife herself. So we're going to discuss the results of the study we've done in Stockholm, interviewing pregnant women about their experience of COVID-19. And um, so welcome, Eva. Thank you for being part. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we, we've both um, been involved with this study. We've also submitted it to Midwifery Journal, so hopefully we'll get some response soon so we can share our research results also with the world. Um, So what we've seen in this um, study is that um, pregnant women responded very much about this, the um, restrictions in society and isolated themselves quite a lot and did not um, go out and socialize with others much. Um, There was some parts about their... um, conflict with their work because some of the restrictions the Swedish government put in place did not apply to their work environment so they felt that they did not feel safe at work some of them some others were working from home and felt that was quite nice that they already had a bit of a more relaxing environment by working from home but there were other other aspects that are more worrisome which is that the a lot of women actually did worry a lot about COVID and getting infected themselves or more so even their partners. And um, they did worry about their fetus as well. But um, in terms of, of worry that was just in general about the pandemic and lack of knowledge. They also mentioned that they felt very lonely and isolated in that sense and felt that they lost a sense of experience of pregnancy the normal way, which they called it. And they were also very worried about being lonely after giving birth due to the pandemic and the lack of meeting other people. And the most striking part of the results was actually the aspect about the partner support that they were really concerned that the partner couldn't be involved in the antenatal visits, that the partner couldn't be um, at at the delivery, or there was very much uncertainty surrounding that. And um, then also being concerned about the partner not seeing the baby. Then the um, feeling of being powerlessness in the perinatal care, like having no say about the way they were going to deliver their child, or um, feeling also a sense of injustice that people could go out to Ikea together, but they couldn't bring their husband to the delivery ward. And that there was a lack of alternatives when the partner couldn't be present at the antenatal care visits, that there was no alternative given by the antenatal care staff, so the lack of creativity there. And they also mentioned media and COVID-19 
and the media's impact on pregnant women. And what was actually something very important for healthcare professionals, but also for public health to know is that because they felt very lonely and um, not very seen, where they were drawn to was social media as a source of information. And having social media as a source of information rather than the healthcare um, professionals is, is very concerning. So I'm thinking about the, that very last part, Eva. What do you think about how could we improve the communication to the pregnant women that instead of going to seek help or support in social media, that they would actually go and look for support in yeah. the healthcare setting? Yeah, I, I think the most striking is, uh, results, as you said, was that they seek help from other uh, information than uh, the uh, care that they see every time when they go to the midwifery unit. They seek help with other sources as uh, friends or uh, sources in, in different internet podcast or something else so I think we have something to struggle with as midwives and doctors in uh, antenatal care we, we must have more uh, education and also we need uh, to have strict, more strict information from our head of the department and so on because we this is very new for all of us in the world and I think we must discuss this before we meet the women, not right. not search for a different kind of approach and I think it's symptomatic that, that some unit allowed the husband or, or partner to be with, with the, the woman, right. but some uh, unit don't allow him to or her to go with uh, pregnant women. So I think... Yeah, so this wasn't even fairly distributed. It was not like a general no. approach, but it was even different between different hospitals yeah. and different areas. Yeah, Yeah, and I can see that in Stockholm, it's a big city, <clears throat> and it's very different from unit to unit. And, and when I searched for information, they said that uh, the unit uh, and, and the uh, responsible for the unit can decide if they uh, allowed the husband or partner come with the pregnant woman. So I think it should be more equal. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm very concerned about this uh, because it's not fair for for the woman. Yeah, exactly. And also, it makes it makes it very um, sort of in, in transparent. You don't know which which actual measure that is going to happen. It's sort of oh, this one decided mm. that. It's so arbitrary. Like yeah. it, there is no clear rule and. It's a lot of question marks why things are happening the way they do. Yes. Yeah. And also... And, and I mm. think... 
here. And I think especially then the partner becomes even more important as a sort of a stable person next to when there is so much uncertainty about the delivery and the way of delivery mm-hmm. and, and where. And, and then you take away the only source of support is really, really, really difficult. Yes. And also that the, the midwife and doctors have protection, uh, clothes and, and so on, uh, and uh, don't want to be in, involved and so close to the woman. So the partners is also one person who who is could be very close to the woman and... and That's uh, such a good point. Mm. I didn't think about that aspect, but of course. And mm. in this this is a very traumatizing experience if you have people in old PPE around you and, and you are not even protected yourself and are the mm. one who is actually at the highest risk in, in all mm. of the people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 So, Do you think it would be helpful to have some kind of education or like a podcast specifically for midwives to and doctors to raise awareness? Because I think sometimes you're so in your bubble at work, so yeah. it's very hard to think outside the box, right? Yeah, and I, I think also I have heard about midwife who is very uh, nervous about this situation and... and uh, and they don't feel so relaxed in the meeting with pregnant women. They're also afraid of our students who come and they think that our midwives, midwifery students is also um, scary <laughs> because they have one more person in the room. I see. So, so mm. yeah. What 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 do you think it, it's because of the lack of knowledge, or what do, what do you think is the reason why they're so scared? I I think uh, <laughs> it's a little provocative, but I think uh, some midwife is not so keen to involve the the partner yeah, before COVID, mm-hmm. and now they have. Uh, situation that they don't need to involve the husband so they are very happy for this. I see, Uh, such a good excuse not to have him there. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say that, um, but it's one of my research results. Results, yeah. That I've seen. Sort of this gatekeeping, gatekeeping of the, 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 the mothers to be and and protecting her, but by by that behavior, they are actually causing more harm than good. Even if the intention was a good one, they, they, their result is is not. Mm. And also, yeah. the other thing we we must work with is is to take care of the uh, professional their own insecurity and right uh, yeah frightness for this COVID. Because yeah. if they have some fear and cannot handle it while during the uh, visits, they maybe they uh, what you say they, tr- they transferred onto yeah, the woman. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah they transferred. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
So I think it's, it's a good point as well. It's yeah. not just education; it's also take care of, of the professional uh, mm-hmm. in the daily work. Right. Mm. Wow, that's really such helpful insights. Maybe we should do another podcast on 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 that. Just yes. to 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 be like an open ear for healthcare professionals in the antenatal ward to sort of say we we hear you, we understand where yeah. you come from. Yeah. Yeah. So that that they can be a better source of support. Yeah. And that the women, rather than seeking support from social media, mm. actually go mm. and seek help from these professionals. Yeah. And also yeah. that we ha- have uh, one line what we uh, are supposed to say to our women. Right. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What do you think about this feeling of powerlessness in terms of, of, of the antenatal or perinatal care that the women feel so powerless? How, how do you think that could be resolved in a, in a way that maybe, again, with, with when we help the midwives be less afraid or anxious that they can also provide more support to the pregnant women. Um, I, I think we, we have not uh, any other, we couldn't rely on an, uh, support because we haven't done it before, uh, before COVID. But I think if we rely on the woman that she do the best and support her in her self-confidence as we used to do uh, and also say that now we not know any danger especially danger for women who is pregnant or a child we, we don't know now that it's you don't should be more uh, aware of this COVID if you are pregnant. Mm-hmm. I, I think we must calm but them. But that is different in different countries, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think we must calm, because, calm them. And uh, if, yeah. if we are calm uh, and not frightened, the women get less frightened. It's very easy. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, I think this is a very good, good sort of closing, closing comment. If we're calm, the pregnant women can yeah. be calm too. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> thank you so much for your very important and interesting insights in this in this topic. And I really look forward to our next podcast that mm-hmm. we will dedicate. Then I guess to to the midwives and the healthcare professionals. Yes, yes of yeah. course. Good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Good to talk to you. Thank Take you. care. Take care. Bye. Bye.